you for tuning in to this power-packed podcast by David Oyelowo. Are you ready to take giant strides in your walk to success? Do you think you can achieve more within a shorter period? Well then, you're in the right place. This is Success Catalyst. We bring you world-based principles and practical wisdom needed to supercharge your growth and accelerate your success than you ever thought possible. If this is your first time joining us, kindly subscribe and hit the notification bell to receive updates when a new video is uploaded. Today on Success Catalyst, it's time to accelerate. Welcome to the Success Catalyst Podcast. I am David Oyeleye. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. God bless you. The flower fades, the grass withers, but the word of the Lord remains forever. I am so excited to have this opportunity and privilege to be in your house and to be a part of your life, to share God's power and wisdom with you. It is always my chiefest joy. And this week, I'm going to share something that I believe is going to bring tremendous blessing to you. I will be teaching on a fresh subject uh, this week. I will be teaching from my new book, the Magflia book. I want to share something that I believe is very, very important to know, even at these uh, unprecedented times. And it's what I've tied to that God wants you whole and prosperous. God wants you whole and prosperous. I will start by quoting, uh, you know, Charles Spurgeon when he said, "The greatest earthly blessing." That God can give to any of us is health with the exception, with the exception of sickness. Now, the title says that um, God wants you whole. God wants you whole and prosperous. It means that God wants us to be successful. It means that God wants us to be healthy. It means that God wants us to be sound in mind. It means that God wants us to, you know, achieve our goals. So God wants you whole and prosperous. And why is that important to know that God actually wants me whole and prosperous some some may even be asking is that is that a big deal <laughs> it's actually a big deal because there are people out there christians believers don't talking that believes that god uses sickness you know to to train you to to prune you to make you a better person and all of that so as you have already know that i started this podcast to uh to redefine people's perspective of on what success is all about, on what prosperity is all about. And this is just not a podcast that teaches you how to be successful. The God way this is a podcast that actually tells you exactly what exactly is a uh, what exactly is success? So I believe that success is something that is halted by God. It's something that can be defined by God. And we must let the word of God to determine our perspective on any, on any subject. So today we're going to be looking at God wants you whole and prosperous and how we can appropriate prosperity for our lives. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's one of the things that is what, uh, that is what mentioning. All right. So we're going to start reading from uh, Todd John chapter one. Todd John chapter one verse, uh, um, Verse word. I I believe, beloved, I pray that you are prospering. Verse two, beloved, I I pray, uh, beloved friend. This is TPT version. Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you con that you continually enjoy good health, just as your soul is prospering. That you continually enjoy good health, as uh, as your soul is prospering. In fact, I I think I want to change the title to how to enjoy good health. How to enjoy good health. I think I'm going to change the title. It's the, the same thing I want to talk about. Now, the first thing, uh, you know, in this podcast, I want you to learn about enjoying health, enjoy wholeness, enjoy prosperity, because health is a complete state of soundness. Health is not just the absence of sickness. Health is a state of being sound spiritually, of being sound physically, of being sound 
or materially. If you are healthy, you are sound, you are whole. So that's exactly what we're talking about. So we need to first understand that does God want us prosperous? Does God want us whole? Does God want us seek? See, God is, you know, probably the most misunderstood person on the earth. People all over the world, they have distorted views about the nature, about the character, about the personality, about the person of God. People, even including believers. You see, they are not sure about God's, God's character. They are not sure about who God truly is. Who is God? Is he good? Is he evil? Kind? Callous? Wicked? Judgmental? Does he give and take just like Job said he gives and take? Is it the mastermind behind all the troubles in the world? Is he punishing us for the mistakes that we have committed in the past? You see, we have a gross ignorance about the nature and the character of God. And sometimes we allow difficult life and important, uh, difficult life situations, you know, can leave us with erroneous mindsets, erroneous philosophies, erroneous beliefs about uh, the true nature. The personality and the character of God. So somebody might even say to himself, the God is just teaching me, you know, through this infirmity, through this sickness and all of those things. And many times we Christians will believe that God is responsible for how we feel that we go ahead, you know, to blame God for our problems. But God is not responsible for how you feel. God is not responsible for your life. You're responsible for your life. The Bible tells us in the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8, he said, you are the one that's going to make your way prosperous. So the truth, however, that I'm trying to tell us this uh, today is that God does not want anyone sick and it's not his will that anyone is sick and he has not destined anyone to be sick and he's not using sickness to deal with you. He's not using sickness to bring about his purposes to pass in your life. But God is not using any of those holy things and everything like that, you know, to, 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 to train you, to prune you and all of that. The reason why it's so important for us to know this is because if we fail to understand God's personality, if we fail to understand God's uh, character, it will be very difficult for us to appropriate the blessing of God that He has for us. This is very important. So one of the first things that we need to understand in how to enjoy good health is to know that God doesn't alter sickness and that God wants us prosperous and God wants us uh, healed and God wants us Whole, he wants us sound spiritually, physically, emotionally, uh, whichever area of our lives. So this is this is very important. So if God wants us whole and prosperous, then it means that God cannot be the author of our sicknesses. He can be the author of our of our diseases, and that is very very important. And not only that, the Bible says that faith works by love. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. The word work um, in the Greek actually means to energize. Energize. Faith is energized by love. Uh, I, I, I did a teaching sometime uh, on, on the subject of faith. And I say that the believer does not have a faith problem. The believer only has a knowledge problem. You see, when you read uh, Second Peter, in fact, let's read Second Peter. Second Peter 1, um Chapter 1 says that, uh, you know, that we have received uh, like precious faith. We have received like precious faith. And that God has given to us all things that pertains to life and godliness. So we have received like precious faith. Simply means that all believers in the world have faith. And so we don't have a faith problem. But what we need to understand is that some people's faith are not producing results. Why? Because they've not learned how to acquire the, the things which are in them, which is in Christ Jesus. That's what the Bible tells us in Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. It says that the communication, the expression, the sharing, the manifestation of your faith may become effectual, become effective through the acknowledgement. That's the word acknowledgement is the word completeness, is the word complete, accurate and precise knowledge. Through the acknowledgement, through the precise, complete knowledge of God's word, complete knowledge of the things which is in you, which is in Christ Jesus. If you can find hell, if you can find sickness rather, 
in, in Christ Jesus. If you can find sickness in Christ Jesus, then that sickness is not supposed to be you, it's not supposed to be in you. So we don't have a faith problem. You know, I was talking about the love of God. I was talking about why would we need to know that God actually loves us? Because our faith is energized by love. The Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. So in that scripture we learn that faith is the thing that substantiates our expectation, our imagination. That's what hope is. Hope is a confident expectation that something is going to happen, that something good is going to happen as biblical hope is the softest of things hopeful. But the Bible tells us that it is not love that substantiates uh, our hope. It is faith that substantiates our hope. And faith cannot work without hope. In the same uh, in the same vein, our faith works by love. That's what the Bible says. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. The word work day actually means the faith is energized by love. So a faith that is not based on the love of God does not have energy. And that's why a lot of people need to learn how to. They need to learn about God's love. They need to learn about the extent, the boundary of God's love. That's how we can start to enjoy good. You see, many times we can. It's even possible to have grown in the things of God. Some people claim to have grown in the things of God. And they've not learned the love of God. They've not learned the basic because that's where it starts. The Bible tells us that for God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten so that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And many times a lot of people as basic as this he is, still have problem of the holder trusting God's love for them, believing God's love for them. That's where a lot of people are having so many emotional problems, so many you know depression problems, anxiety problems, worry problems, loneliness problems and so many other problems like that because they have not learned the, they have not learned the love of God. They have not learned how to receive the love of God. So one thing is to know about the love of God. You know, one thing is believing in that love and one thing is accepting and receiving that love into your heart. Because the quality of your Christian life cannot transcend the quality of your understanding of God's love. And essentially speaking, when you when you when, when, when you talk about God, the Bible tells us that God is love. It didn't say God is mind. It didn't say that God is power. It didn't say that you see that he said that God is love. So knowing God is actually knowing love. So it's so very important. And one of the proof that you actually know the love of God is that you are going to walk in victory because love is the key to walking in victory. Is the is the key to walking in excellence. So we have established, have established today that the first thing in enjoying good health is that for you to know that God loves you, that God cares for you. Then that's very important. So God loves you very much. Let's look at. Uh, First uh, John chapter three verse one in the Passion translation it says, "See how much a father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is and that is what we have. But the people who belong to this world do not recognize that we are God's children, but they do not know Him. So look with one at the depth of the Father's marvelous love that He has lavished in us. He has called us and made us His very His very own beloved children. The reason the world doesn't recognize who we are is that they didn't recognize Him." Glory to God. Hallelujah. So if you are suffering from any problem today, I want you to know that it is God's will for you. It is not God's will for you to be sick or to be depressed. God is concerned about your health and well-being. More concerned than you can ever imagine. He only dislikes and he'll blessing you and not afflicting you. He wants you to swim in a river of peace, provision, health, and all wholeness. So it doesn't matter what you're going to right now. God is willing to extend his hands of health, his hands of healing, his hands of love, his love, his, his hands of affection to you. If only you can believe this thing that I'm telling you, this, this love of God that I'm telling you, he wants you whole. God wants you healed, blessed and whole. And that's the first thing. God wants you whole, blessed because he loves you. You see, that there are a lot of people 
They know that God wants them whole, but they don't know the basis of that revelation. And that's the problem with people. Their faith is not anchored on knowledge. And our faith doesn't produce results without knowledge. That's why the Bible tells us in Philemon 1 verse 6 again, that uh, the communication of your faith is effective through the acknowledgement, not the awareness, through the complete, precise, and accurate knowledge of God's word. The things which is in you, which is in Christ Jesus. So this is very important. So God has already extended this love towards us. See, there is no body that is supposed to be sick. A lot of people are sick because something, I believe one of the major reasons why some people are sick is because they are not well rooted in this foundation of gospel. I understand that some people may have challenges here and there and all of that, but when you check the root cause of many of our problems, of course there are many reasons why people might be sick and I think that many, there are a lot of people who are sick because they don't know the reason why they are sick and because they don't know the reason why they are sick, they don't know how to deal with that problem because sometimes you know there are a lot of reasons for people being sick. It could be it could be maybe they are not walking alone. It could be maybe of some ignorance of the word. It can be because of probably incomplete knowledge. It can be maybe they are not paying attention to some natural things. They are they are they are they are sleeping habits and some other things like that. But fundamentally speaking, we need to understand that God loves us and this is you know it's it's enough power for us to be able to walk in it. See, in Jeremiah 31 verse 3, the Bible tells us through Jeremiah that long ago the Lord God said to Israel, I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love. With unfailing love, I have drawn you to myself. You see, the message version translated that same scripture I just quoted in a very, very beautiful. It's a man God had looking out for them. God told him, I have never quit loving you and never will accept love and more love. Glory to God. So God cannot stop loving you. God cannot stop loving you. Again, this popular scripture in John 3, 16 tells that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting lives. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. So we see how much God loves us. So because if you believe that God is love and that he loves you regardless of what you do or what you don't do, it will position you to believe him. It, it will position you to believe him. And if you, if you believe him, then you'll be able to receive because you can't receive if you don't believe. He's also concerned about your welfare and wants to heal you. God wants you to be spiritually, physically, and emotionally healthy. He doesn't want you to manage or cope with any kind of sickness. He wants you to be completely free and enjoy abundance of health. This is God's dream, God's will for everyone. And aside, if you know that God loves you without strength, without condition attacked, then you make it easier and faster for, you know, for, 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 for you, for, for yourself to receive, to receive healing, to receive health in your body. And that's very important. Now we're talking about how to enjoy good health. First thing we've said that God loves you and God wants you whole and prosperous. And that's very important. Uh, and uh, look at uh, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. We need to know God's love for us because if we don't know God's love for us, then we will not know God's intention for us. And that's what the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Look at that. That's the thoughts of God concerning us. So in case you're trying to find out the, 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 uh, what God you know, thinks or what God is saying about your current challenges, you need to find out in the Word. Therefore, I know the thought that I think towards you, says the Lord. The thought that God is thinking towards you are the thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and not a hope, not to destroy you, not to make you depressed, not to make you sick. That's the thought that God has for you. 
And that is another scripture in Psalm 35 verse 27. He said, let him shout for joy and be glad. Who favor my righteous cause and let him continually. Let the Lord be magnified. Let him say continually rather. Let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of a seven. Who has pleasure in the prosperity of a seven. So God's dream for us, especially as his children, is for us to be whole. It's for us to be prosperous. It's for us to enjoy peace. For us to enjoy prosperity. It's for us to enjoy wellness. And you will agree with me that this is one of the truths that echoes loudly throughout the pages of the Bible. God is good and He wants people to be whole and prosperous. And now, first, let's look at the word prosperity. We're talking about that God wants you well, God wants you prosperous. And one of the things I want you to know that is that prosperity is not necessarily about money or things. True wealth is about having abundance of good things. Good things like health, peace of mind, elderly relations. Of course, money is included, but prosperity is not fundamentally about money. And it should not be uh, money should not be considered as a parameter for measuring uh, for measuring true wealth. So, what is true prosperity? The Bible already tells us. Is that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. And this is exactly where we are going. How to enjoy good health? It says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. And that's so 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 very important. The Bible is telling us that our prosperity. Our health, our soundness, our wellness is actually conditional, not on the power of God, not on the love of God, but on the condition of our soul. You see, we start our anchor is from the love of God. Our faith must be based on something. The revelation of, of, of God that we have must be based on something. You see, when you say, you know, I cannot be sick and not be poor, what is the basis for what you're saying? What what are you identifying with? And that's why a lot of people are struggling with your life. They're struggling with your health because they don't, they don't have an anchor. They don't have an anchor. So the Bible is telling us here directly that he wants us to be prosperous. He's revealing his intention for us, but it's not automatic. So God wants all of his children to be prosperous. And that's why he sent Jesus. But we need to receive him. You know, it says that I wish above all things that you prosper and be in it. Even as, that's in the New King James Version. Even as, even as, just as, to the degree of. That's, that, that's exactly what he's talking about. Even as your soul prospers. Not as you pray. Not as you go to church. He said, even as your soul prospers. As your soul prospers rather. So which means that if my soul is not prospering, then my health cannot prosper. That's it. And that's why I wrote the book, The, uh, the Mind Flare, because it's about the soul, it's about the mind, it's about our will, it's about emotion. So prosperity, you know, can be defined as having all your desire, basic needs, want to make sure the wisdom of God to an extent that you can also be a blessing, you know, to God's children and to the people around you. That's what prosperity means. It's not just about money. And, but we're talking more about health today. So we're talking about prosperity and, you know, prosperity actually means to be whole. To be sound, to be complete, to be, to be peaceful, to be safe, to be devoid of anxiety, to be devoid of worry. So God wants you well and prosperous. But how are you going to achieve this thing? He said, as your soul prospers. As your soul prospers. Because a lot of people just think that, you know, they will just become wealthy automatically without, you know, without uh, paying attention to their mind. Now, how do you get to the place where you can start enjoying good health? It starts with the renewing of the mind. The faith is based on knowledge. And everything we know 
So we're talking about the renewing of the mind. Faith is based on knowledge and everything we need to know to be a victorious Christian is already explained in the word. And that's why Paul, uh, sorry, Apostle Peter said in 2 Peter 1 verse 3, chapter 1 verse 3 to 4, he said, According as the divine power has given to us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He said by this is that he said that we are is it according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That is the word that by these, by the great and precious promises, that's by these, ye might be partakers of the divine nature. That thee might be partakers of divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through laws. So it is knowledge of a few basic truths when properly understood and applied that makes a huge difference in our life and releasing the power of God and receiving our health and walking, you know, in the blessing of faith. So the Bible tells us that God has already placed his healing power, has already placed health within us, and it is now under our authority. It's not up to God to determine who is healthy who is wealthy, who is peaceful, who is safe, who is well, who is sound. No, no. It's our failure to understand, you know, the authority that we have. And that authority is actually in our soul. And that's why the Bible tells us, just has your soul prosperous. Just has your soul prosperous. So we're talking about prosperity. We're talking about health. That God wants you to be prosperous. And I have to say this that you will never be prosperous beyond the quality, the quality of your soul, the idea your thought, the idea you will become. Bible says, for as a man thinking his own soul is he. So that is why a lot of people are struggling with their because they've not paid attention. They have not paid attention to their soul. They've not paid attention to their mind. We are always you know, looking at the external and all of these things. I, 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 I don't think, uh, I'm not against drugs. I'm not against drugs. I've never talked about drugs, against drugs before. But one of the things I want you to understand as Christians is that no matter the air that doctors offer us, drugs cannot bring us to that place of completeness. It can't bring us to a place of wellness because most of our problems are mind problems. Some of our problems are spiritual problems. Yes, doctors can solve your know, physical problems, natural problems, but some of our problems are not medical. Some of our problems are spiritual. They are mind problems. And one of the things we need to understand is that we need to address those issues in our minds. And drugs, you know, all of these things cannot address those issues. Drugs cannot change your thought. Drugs cannot improve your soul. So we are talking about uh, prosperity and we are we are talking about health how to enjoy good health look at the scripture in jeremiah 30 verse 17 he said for i will restore health unto you and i will heal you of all your own sister lord because they called you an outcast saying this is zion whom no man seek after and this is interesting this is interesting it's, he's saying that god is interested in our health he's interested in everything that concerns us including our health so he wants us to have peace the blessing he wants us to have safety security in fact, the Bible tells us in Acts 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost with power, went about doing good and healing, all that we are oppressed of the devil. Now, that's the question that people are asking. Why am I sick? Why am I sick? Why am I having issues with my head? If God wants people blessed, healthy, prosperous, and whole, why do people still die and perish of sickness? You see, there is no, it's not a mystery. Why then you hack? The sickness still ravage the minds of the, the, the minds and bodies of people. The answer is not far fetched. The answer is not far fetched. There are re a lot of reasons why people are sick. But I, I think that we can summarize all the problems, you know, or the, the, all the reasons, you know, and distill it to one. The Bible tells us in Hosea 4 verse 6, it says, My people, 
perish for lack of knowledge. The Bible tells us in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That everlasting life is not talking about long life. That everlasting life is talking about health. It's talking about wealth. It's talking about peace. It's talking about completeness. It's talking about sanity. It's talking about security. It's talking about the good things that is in Christ. It's talking about righteousness. It's talking about justification. That is the everlasting life that we're talking about. Not long life. Long life is just part of that everlasting life. It's a part of eternal life. And the Bible tells us in John 17, verse 3, is that eternal life is actually knowing God. And so what the Bible now tells us in Hosea 4, verse 6, that my people perish for lack of knowledge. And the Bible tells in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But the Bible is telling us here that there are some certain people that God loves <laughs> and that believes in that love and are still perishing. And these people who have received God's love are still perishing. And the Bible tells us it's not because I don't love them, it's because they don't know. Say, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So God has already put into place all that we need to enjoy healing, prosperity, blessing, owners. But this reality can only be release through the accurate, complete, and precise. Now, just like I've said in Phanimon 1 verse 6. So, it's God's desire for you to be healthy, especially in your mind, in your emotions, in your health, in your whatever your whatever challenges you're facing. So, you should not be ignorant of God's love and God's willingness to heal you. And that's very important. I, I think I'm going to do a series on these and we're going to be learning how to take advantage of our, how to take advantage of God's word for our health and, you know, appropriating this thing. Because the, like Charles Boyden said, that the greatest healthy blessing that anyone can get is health. So let's read the scripture in Matthew 8 verse 1 to 3. It said, When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him and behold the leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing to be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy was cleansed. He said, if you are willing. So he tells us that God is always willing to heal us from all our sicknesses, to heal us of all our diseases. And this is the standpoint. This is where we must handcore our faith because faith is based on knowledge there is nobody that is supposed to be sick because of the knowledge of god's word because of the word of god now you may say the law of christians who have died i'm telling you the truth not everyone can die just like that not everyone can die uh you know like a chicken and one of the things i want you to know today is that we are not uh, we are not better than each other it is knowledge and the consequences of our meditation of our knowledge uh, or, 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 or of our diligence rather in the word of god that has separated us into killers so it's possible to enjoy health. It's possible to be well. It's possible to be sound. It's possible to be free from depression, to be free from anxiety, to be free from cancer, to be free from all of these things. But I, I, we need to base that faith on the knowledge. We need to base it on, you know, on on, on a particular knowledge. And some people just know that God heals. They know that it is the will of God for them to heal. But they, they don't have a basis, an anchor, you know, in which their knowledge, in which their faith can rest on. So faith is based on knowledge. And the next thing I want to talk about today, I'm going to continue the next series, is that uh, you know, in order to deal with uh, in order to deal with the issue of hell, we must learn how to resist the devil. We must learn how to resist the devil. A lot of people permit the devil in their life, and one of the most elementary principles in God's word is is uh, you know is given to us in James four verse seven. It says, "Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you." And how does the devil come after you? The devil come after you by suggesting thoughts. You. The Bible tells you to resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It is said to avoid the devil. It say to resist the devil, to rebuke the devil, and he will flee from you. And one of the ways we resist and rebuke the devil is that when the devil suggests thought to 
us, we don't verbalize it, and we don't counter a thought with another thought. We don't counter a positive thought with, you know, uh, we don't counter negative thought with positive thoughts, rather. We counter negative thought with positive words, with words that is based on the knowledge of God. So, the verse in uh, James 4 verse 7 is telling us that some things are of God and some things are of the devil. So, it doesn't present it in thought category from God through the devil. No, sickness has nothing to do with God. So you need to submit to the things of God and resist the things of the devil. It's that simple. So it means that James 4 verse 7 eliminates our responsibility to resist and places ultimate responsibility for everything back on God. That's it. That's it. So we need to learn how to resist the devil, resist the devil so that we can walk in perfect, so that we can walk in the blessings that God has uh, promised for us. So again, we need to let's go back to Torjon 2. Torjon 2 said below, I, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in hell. If you're not prospering right now, if you're not prospering right now, it means that something is happening in your soul, in your soul, even as your soul prospers. He said, it is my wish, it is my desire. But you need to know that it is uh, as your soul prospers. So God wants us healthy just as much as he wants us to prosper emotionally and mentally. And that's very, very important. That's very, very important. In Isaiah chapter 53, the Bible tells us that uh, surely as born our griefs and carried our sorrow, yet with it extending stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was on him, and with his stripes we are healed. So this verse actually talks about the physical healing that is a power of the entombment of Christ, the finished works of Jesus. So God has redeemed us from sickness just as much as he has redeemed us from sin. He does not want any one of us to be sick. Hallelujah. Therefore, we need to understand this, that God wants you well. And that faith, your faith is based on knowledge. The stronger the knowledge of God you have, the stronger your faith will be. Because faith is actually based on knowledge, expressed by knowledge. And don't forget that faith works by love. You need to hold firm to that doctrine of God's love, to that doctrine of grace. We need to hold firm to that. And if we can do that, we are going to enjoy tremendous blessing. All right, till I come your way next time, please, I want you to understand that it is the will of God for you to be healthy and not to be depressed, not to be anxious, not to be fearful, not to be poor. God wants you prosperous and your faith must be based and hankered on knowledge don't forget that faith works energized by love bye for now god bless you thank you for tuning in to this episode of success catalyst and we hope it was a blessing to you kindly tune in again same time next week if you have any comments testimonies and want to partner with dotm global visit us online at www.dotmglobal.com.ng or comment on our Instagram page at Success Catalyst TV. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We also encourage you to practice as you learn. This podcast was made possible by friends and partners of David Wilmer Teaching Ministries. Keep winning.